And Cole, you'll figure out pretty quick. We're pretty uh, free flown with the with the format. <laughs> he means we're not organized at all. <laughs> okay. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. Uh, back on a Monday night, and look who we got back with us up there. My partner, Ryan Lambert, is back from the Wild West, uh, from the great yes. hunting adventure. I don't know if anybody followed him along on Instagram, Facebook, and everything, but posted some epic pics, man. We were all pulling for you to, even the non-hunters were out there pulling for you to shoot something giant. Man, I wanted to. It was uh, it was on my to-do list, but didn't work out this time. Yeah, yeah. we still enjoyed following along. Looks like an awesome place to to be, uh, especially oh, compared to where you're at right now. Right? If you ever had the chance, do it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm in uh, New York City right now, and this is uh, what I imagine hell would be like. So yeah. you went to the exact opposite. Uh, two days here, and I'll, I'll be out. Exact opposite of where you were, huh? I'm paying for I'm paying for it, man. Yeah, I got you. Well. Hey, uh, glad to have Ryan back for sure, and uh, very excited to have Coley McGowan on after his big win over the weekend at the Coosa River, the last Hobie Bass Open. Can you believe it's the last one? Last Hobie Bass Open Series event of the year until the TOC. Uh, wrapped it up with that big win. Uh, you know, we saw our boy Jordan Marshall leading on day one. We were pulling uh -huh. for him, but we were excited to see Coley <laughs> climb that leaderboard on day two and, and get it done. So, Coley, thanks for jumping on here. I know you're probably wore out after the weekend, but thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know. So, hey, go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead, Jeff. No, 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 no. No, I'm out of the loop. You no, no. I, I was going to say, this. I was going to say, I just saw Jim Clark dropping this kid's name. I, I hate to call you kid. I'm just old, so I call everybody kid. Uh, Jim Clark dropping his name about look out, he's coming. So he kind of predicted your rise. What do you What do you think about that, Cole? Oh, that's my hot man, Jim. He, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was a couple. Of, that was. <laughs> There was a couple of guys that from the beginning was like, you know, a local, you know, guy can do this. But I don't know, sometimes being a local guy, it can kind of bite you in the ass, you know. So it, yes, it can. For sure. No pressure. But. So you, you're pretty familiar with, with the Coosa chain down there, right? You, you're you not, not far not far off the water yourself. No, yeah. I live about five minutes from uh, Neely and Southside. So, yeah, I live pretty close. So did you fish Neely or Weiss on tournament? I fished I Neely both days. That's what I thought. So one of my buddies, he he won the FLW Angler of the Year last year. Do you know Trey Gamble, big boy? I've heard the, I've heard the he, name, uh, yeah. He, he's, he fishes down there quite a bit. He lives on Neely, and he's like, dude, he said, that tournament would be won on Neely. And, you know, you see all these fish being put up on Weiss, and I was like, eh, he's wrong. And then <laughs> you came in on day two, and I was like, huh, all right. Old Trey might know what he's talking about after all. And if you can find them on Neely, you can you can catch them. It's just finding them is the hard part. Yeah. How are the lakes different? How are they set up different? Uh, Weiss really is more of a lake, I would mean, as far as the layout. Uh just more wide open. Neely's so narrow, close quarters. We, I feel like our current's a lot different than Weiss. Like, I feel like Weiss has current in certain areas, but Neely, when they run water, I mean, it's there's a constant current through the whole river. Um, so it's... I, I like Neely because it's, 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 it's more of a river-type fishing versus Weiss. You got a lot of dead water, and uh, I'm just not... Not into fishing the deep, the deep stuff. Neely, Neely doesn't have a lot of deep water compared to Weiss. Weiss has ledges, and Neely's got some, but not as much as Weiss does. Neely's a lot of flats and like timber and stuff in it, and there like some stone yeah. fields and whatnot out there. A lot of sandbars and mud flats and stump rows and yeah, a bunch of trees. A lot of flipping. And everybody around here flips. Ooh, I like that. So, so explain to something to me about the genetics of those Coosa River spots over there, if you can. 
And I don't want Ryan to say a word because he's going to say something about Arkansas. Here, here in Arkansas, you know, we've got spotted bass in our, in our White River lakes, and we just cuss them because they're so small and they just are a nuisance almost. But over there, you're gunning for the spots. I mean, them suckers got like eight-inch long tails, and they're, they're the perfect kayak. So, so what's what's the difference yeah. over there that makes them so big? I, I I do not know. These Coosa River spots, all the way down the Coosa chain, like every lake, like Logan, Neely, Y, all the way to Georgia, all the way down to Wetumpka, the Coosa River, I mean, it is, they are just magnum spots. I mean, they are mean. They are ferocious. Well, that's the truth. I, they look like a bowling pin. Like when you catch one, that's their shape. It's like a bowling pin. They got a long, skinny tail. Yeah, they... I knew largemouth was going to play a huge role in this tournament. Like, I knew if somebody on Y figured out the largemouth, it was going to be ugly. And I was like, but I think I think my spots could contend, like, for two days. I thought, well, if I just put up a decent average both days, I'll give myself a chance. And then day one, they just weren't there. And everybody's hammering the largemouth. I was like, oh, no, I made the wrong decision. But they were they were there when I checked them on day two, so – so did you go back to the same spot on day two? Well, I fished one one section, um, and the current was there. They were pulling a lot of water. Um, everybody I talked to, there were several guys that fished the same area as me, and like none of us were having luck. None. I mean, we weren't getting bit at all. Like eleven o'clock, it just turned around. I don't know why. It, it was cool. We had a full moon for three nights, so I don't know if they fed all night or what. But it like it was like you rung a dinner bell at eleven o'clock. 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and they just started They just started eating. I don't know. Right. But it wasn't like boom, boom, boom. It was like, okay, there's one. A couple minutes later, you know, 15, 20 minutes, you'd catch another one. I was like, okay, so they're more active now versus this morning. But the day two uh, was complete opposite. I caught all my fish before 9 o'clock. I was limited out by 9. I didn't call another fish after like 9 or 9.30. We'll go through so the, you fished the same area after it being that tough on day one. You went back to the same area, and they they were eating better on day two. Well, I knew they were there. I just I didn't know what was going on with them. Uh, so I went there on day one, didn't have any luck. I left, went to another, or I just paddled to another section of the river, uh, flipped a lot of grass, flipped a lot of trees, uh, put together eighty seven and a half, uh, and I, I was like, well. I was basically junk fishing. I mean, there was really no specific pattern. I was like, okay, that'll work. Maybe that'll hold me in there. So me, I tied for fifth. Me and Drew were tied fifth and sixth. Um, and then day two, I was like, I know they're there. I don't know why they're not eating. I was like, I'm just going to try it again. I'm just going to do what I did. But I was going to fish a different section of the river. I was just going to hit that section and just bite, just keep going. And when I pulled up, um, I threw a black buzz bait. Over in, some, over in a little isolated grass patch and 19 inches, I was like, hmm, okay, that'll work. And then that, that wasn't a pattern at all. So I was like, that sucks. <laughs> and then, and then I, I caught a 17 three-quarter flipping on some wood. So I was like, okay, well, maybe they want that. So then that didn't work out much till like like later. And I caught a bunch of dinks on flipping. Um, but a white spinnerbait, half-ounce white spinnerbait, willow blades. And the, Who would have guessed? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess I just happened to come up on a school of them and uh, out from some grass about five or eight foot and some current. I don't, I don't know. They were chomping. I called them. You like, got the right back, back to back. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you to give up the juice, but it sounded like you just kind of jumped fishing 101 until you put it all together there with that spinnerbait, huh? Yeah, I mean, my paddle broke. Um, so I. I yeah, my paddle broke it. My paddle broke at 140. I was actually paddling to another spot, and uh, that I hadn't got to fish yet. And I was like, "Well, I know there's one or two in there that, that would help me." And the guy, there was a guy fishing beside me, and he ran out of uh, some jig trailers. And I said, "Well, here's a pack. I'll give you some." I gave him a pack and pulled over and tossed him a pack. And said, "All right, I'll see you later, and hope you get your limit." And went to paddle off, and I don't know if I caught like a, a like a, a rock or. Maybe a stump or something, and the tip of my paddle just—I mean, it just broke. The whole thing broke, and I was like, oh, God. "What kind of paddle were you using?" Uh, bending branches. Uh, bending branches. Uh, let's get this get this guy a paddle. That's right. Thanks. Hey, you know what that means? So you're paddling, obviously. That means back to back open series, huge events, won by people paddling. 
That's wild. With all that is the, true. With all the push for people in motors and all that stuff, you know, two guys back to back to win paddling. It's everything. So what you were in a you're in a new canoe, correct? Yeah, new canoe pursuit. So now that you've won this large sum of money, are you going to buy a Hobie? I, I have a Hobie actually. <laughs> I, uh, I, have, I have a Hobie Pro Angler 12 I bought from Dugout in March, I believe. Atta uh, boy. She's smart. So, yeah, I got her. She's sitting in the garage right now. She's just waiting for her moment to shine, I guess. I got you. I got you. So why would you paddle? Is but it you, just the environment? Jeff read my mind. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, I could have got there in my Hobie a lot faster. Like, it's, <laughs> I mean, a lot. Let me just tell you that. Um, it, I paddled. I know this is crazy, but I probably covered paddling probably 10 to 12 miles each day. So I've got were you doing a float? Float or single no, access? I paddled, I paddled from my truck one way to get to them. I, I, I started paddling at Illegal Blast off of 545, and I paddled for, I know, two, two and a half hours before I even fished. What? Mm-hmm. How long? I just wanted two, two and a half hours. How old, yeah. are, you, how old are you, Coley? I'm 25. Man, to be young again, I swear. So oh, you paddled for two and a half hours in a new canoe. You went, you were probably, what, 800 yards up the river? I was a lot further yards. Seriously, why, I mean, were you just trying to get away from the crowd, or was it that section that was that hot? Were you, did you go up a creek? Were you, I mean, what, tell us what <clears throat> led you to I paddle on, for two hours. I was on the main river, but there's some backwaters that I was trying to get to that I just could not get in. There's a, a ditch I was trying to reach. And, well, there was a couple of ditches and a stump and some stumps that I was trying to get to. And they were literally in two foot or less of water. And I just couldn't, couldn't get to them. I mean, it was. I went in there and practiced with my Hobie in like multiple days, and ran my Hobie in there, caught them, uh, come back out, and I was like, I know they're further back, but I just couldn't catch the big ones that were I knew were in the back, and so I was like, I'm just gonna take my pursuit. And I just went very. I went real light, five rods, just a little box, um, with a bunch of Z-man jigs and chatter baits and some spinner baits and a handful of soft plastics and just trying to get to them, I, which I knew everybody was going to Wise, and I had a couple of good spots on Wise because I'm from here, so I was like, God, I don't want to go pre-fish Wise because the spots I knew were kind of like community holes. I was like, they're pretty obvious, and I figured a lot of those, you know, guys with the Hobies would, you know, be sitting right on them, so I was like, mm, I'm, not, I'm not playing that ball game. I just had to work extra hard to get to them. Did you get to your fish? Did you get back there to those fish in the Two feet of water? Yeah, I ended up catching a 20-inch spot off a uh, laydown. There was just a little bit of current. I mean, just a trickle. I mean, it's not much. I mean, it's not real wide where I was at. And there was just enough current to come around that to where she was positioned, I mean, right there in that eddy. And because they were they were pulling so much water out of Wyeth, Neely, and Logan, that everywhere had current. I mean, every, every cove I went in, there was, there was water coming right down the main river, and there was just a, a defined current break. And all the fish I caught were sitting with their face upstream, I mean, like textbook. But they were, as the day went on, they were positioning towards the wood. In the morning, they were, they were about five to eight foot outside the grass lines on the main river. And about mid-morning to, you know, early afternoon, they were just gluing right to the wood where you want them i'm gonna guess uh to follow yeah. up on ryan's question you were the only one in your area um there was day one there was two hobies and a native and then there was day two there was two guys in paddle kayaks um but they stayed around the ramp um, and i seen one guy like halfway back <laughs> just out there fishing the boat ramp did the native did the native make it back to the ramp Oh, I think he, dro- I think he dropped his drive, honestly, in the river. Um, oh shit! He, yeah, he had to go fish for his drive. Ooh. What? Why do you have his yeah. drive out of the boat? Period. I, I do not know. Can I don't know. I just heard- can you tag him? I, 
I didn't. I didn't know it. Didn't Katie, know it. Katie Backer, tag whoever tag that you're man. talking about. <laughs> he found it though. He found it because it, it wasn't about about three or four foot deep, so he found it. So he, Gosh, he was that that's a there. that's an expensive loss on tournament day is pitching a eight hundred dollar drive over the side. Good God! So TOC qualified, man. Have you fished any other BOS events before this one this year? That's my first one. Man, one shot deal and you're in. So you pumped for the TOC? You ever been up to Knoxville? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going. I just I've never been. Uh, I fished Tennessee a couple times. I think three uh, past couple of years. I really want to catch some small mouth, but because I'm. I'm a, I mean, I'm more of a spot guy than largemouth, but I'll take whatever I can get. But I really would love to get on a good solid pattern for smallmouth. Wouldn't we all? That would be fantastic. <laughs> Ryan, did you, ever sell, be true, you ever sell your smallmouth spots, Ryan? Did I sell them? Yeah, this this week. Those weren't they're, – they're not smallmouth spots this time of year, buddy. Oh, I got you. <laughs> my, spots are, my spots are largemouth spots. I did. I did have a conversation with a gentleman today, and uh, I think he's going to go check on the old pet fish tomorrow. And I hope he wins whatever eleven dollars or whatever they're paying out. Have, have you seen a payout scale yet? TBD. Have you seen it yet? I don't think it's out. It's the suspense. I'm. I'm serious. Have you seen a payout no. scale, Jeff? Yes or no? I haven't okay. even seen one. Mentioned, and the so, tournament uh, starts in think, how many days? Two. Wednesday. One. Wednesday, maybe. Awesome. This is awesome. The 300 people come from all around the country. You don't even know what you're fishing for two days before the tournament starts. It's for the brotherhood, Ryan. It's for the brotherhood. Come on, man. Come on. We can do better. <laughs> this has been years. We've been at this for years, man. Yeah. Coley got a big check. He got a hat. He's probably going to get paid this week. Like, we can we can do better. We can do better. That's, you know, yeah. come on. Hey, speaking of that check, man, what you got a commitment for that? You going to buy you something uh... – Something nice, or is it going straight into the, the bill paying pot? It's going straight into the bill paying pot. Ah, that's how it always goes, man. But that's all right. You get yourself a little something there, though, right? So, are, are you dating? So, the lovely the lovely lady that was in your picture that doesn't want to be on KBN Live with you, are, are y'all dating? Are you engaged? Is that going? Through yeah, we're a big. We're engaged. We got we got a little boy oh, on the good. way. He'll, Oh snap! Congratulations. Well, put that Thank in you. diaper money then. Never mind. Oh yeah, that's exactly yeah. where that's gonna go. Yeah, it, it'll it'll probably go so she can take off work a couple for a while after uh, the baby's born. There you go. That was awesome. That's a great great reason to win though. Smart man. Yeah, great, Smart man. Great use of that money. Congrats to y'all. That's that's cool. Thank you. Yeah. So anybody out there that's watching, if you got any questions for us, uh, shoot them to us. Or if you got a question for Coley, of course, shoot it to him. Uh, we've got a few people in here commenting uh they're just laughing talking about natives can't get that shallow talking about the money yeah, come on uh, <laughs> we got another we got a youtube comment right did we yeah this guy said that's why he uses the old town sportsman that's all he said was it duke tran are no. y'all like his name set up is a thing here? his name is moose mccollum you know the fake, youtube, YouTube names name. are, can be anything but moose we appreciate you man Thanks for the comment over on YouTube. The moose is loose. The moose is um, loose. Where did my video feed go, Jeff? I can't see us anymore. Well, I don't know. We're, we're gold on we're, go, we're gold on our end. It's probably your iPhone. All right. I don't know. As long, it, it's on a laptop. Oh, <laughs> it's probably New York internet. Yeah, I'd say the freaking governor up here shuts the internet off at whatever time it is. 820, 920. Well. So, Coley, talk a little bit about your local club. I know Alabama Kayak Anglers have some stuff going on. Do you fish locally there, too, with that club? Uh, I kind of bounce around. and I, I mean, our the main club I probably fish the most with is Coos River Kayak Anglers. Um, they're here out of Gadsden. Uh, we have a lot of throwdowns, like Thursday afternoon tournaments. Right. Um, they're pretty fun. They're two fish, so it's, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, and then Iron City Kayak Anglers, I fish a couple events with them usually every year. Uh, and North Alabama kayak anglers, I really like their club. Um, fish with them. Uh, yeah, that's probably the three main ones that I fish with. And I normally fish like the KBF state monthly tournament stuff like that, but I haven't fished those in a couple months. I'm kind of taking it easy. Getting ready, getting ready to cash that big Hobie check and go to the TOC. 
Yeah. Do you, do you know How someone... excited are you for the TOC? On a scale, I'm pretty pumped. Like, I mean, I'm I'm probably past ten. I mean, I'm I'm way excited. You should uh, be. I, I'm telling you, man. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. Like the gift bag alone is worth <laughs> is worth all the time you put into pre-fishing. <laughs> someday, Ryan. Someday I'll make it up there with the big boys. I don't know. I don't think you will, Jeff. I'm going but to make it. challenge accepted. <laughs> you, I thought you were going to make it on the shootout last year. I really I like I in my heart. I was like, Jeff's got this. Like I, Jeff's going to be here with us. I don't want to talk party about all that. weekend. That was one of my it's one okay. spot out finishes of 2019. <laughs> I'm sorry, but hey, do you know, hey, do you know someone named Wilson Farmer, Coley? I do. He, yeah, uh, that's he, my that's my fishing partner. Oh, he com- <laughs> he commented and said, "Coley can't fish." What are y'all even talking about? Yeah, <laughs> he's probably right. he's probably right. He's probably right. <laughs> Did Wilson give you the fish? Did he donate them so you could get the win? Is that what happened, Wilson? No. Uh, I tried to talk him into fishing the Hobie tournament, but he had some work stuff going on in school, so. Uh, we fished a state championship together though uh, last weekend, um, and I tied for first in that. Um, we had fifty nine and a quarter. I led it all day. I mean all day, and I had a twenty and a quarter spot, a twenty spot, a nineteen. I think I had like yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, because I had ninety seven inches and five, but it was only a three fish tournament. So. Um, and I was like, okay, this will be great for the Hobie tournament. I'm going to do exactly what I did last weekend. And it just didn't happen. So, but, yeah, Wilson got Angler of the Year in our local tournament, Coach uh, River Kayak Anglers. So, congrats to him. Yeah, I, I finished a half an inch behind him in second. So, do. y'all go by inches? We're pretty competitive. I like, the name, I like the name Wilson Farmer. That's a good name. Does he wear overalls by chance? No, no, he's got. I think he's got somewhat of a mullet, though. Oh, that, really? that Hell yeah! Like Jordan, right. Jordan Marshall, yeah. Jordan Marshall class mullet, or no. God, Jordan. No, no, Jordan Marshall's mullet is one of the best. Jordan, son. Yeah. Oh shit! Party I feel like back. Jordan Marshall is like the John Daly of kayak fishing. That is, <laughs> that's Jordan's. That's Jordan's role. You're welcome, Jordan. He, he had his boots on in the in the tournament Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturday. That's my boy. We used to fish yeah. in jeans and boots. Like that's what he had <laughs> that's on. That's how we got so. started, man. That's that's yep. how all this happened. Uh, so there's a couple questions for you because you're a pro now, Coley. So uh, uh, what's your favorite trailer for a chatterbait? Ooh, that's probably going to be a uh, Reactions Innovation Little Dipper. Those are good that's ones. Probably I like favorite. that one or the Net Bait. Uh, I can't think of the name of it right off my head. Uh, I just started using them, um, but yeah, Reactions Innovations would probably be my favorite. Have you tried the the razor shads, the Z-Man razor shads? I have not. So they don't have a paddle tail <clears throat> on them, which will make you think that they won't work. But they're jointed like a Zayco. Are so those the move, ones? Yeah, yeah. I have grown those. A whole lot. They're like a straight tail, but they're elastic, so they don't get the tail ripped off of them. That was that was my. I used to throw Kitex all the time, but I would go through like. Hundred dollars worth of Kitex in a in a weekend tournament because they'll just pull the tail off of it. So that was that was my switch personally. I'm not a big uh, chatterbaits. Don't really. I mean, I guess they play up here in Northwest Arkansas a lot. I'm not. I don't throw them all the time, but I hear a lot of guys throwing them with saltwater trailers on them. You ever done that, Coley? I never have. Yeah, I guess it's all the same. Swim bait, swim bait, huh? Is that is that what's wrong with Arkansas anglers? Y'all are up there throwing saltwater baits? I'm not. I throw saltwater sweets on. <laughs> that's that's uh, y'all are special up there, man. Hey, Randall Wallace asked. <laughs> Randall Wallace asked, asked, asked what his uh, cut is. Coley needs to come Ooh. in on what his cut of the money. Oh, yeah. Randall coming. Yeah, he he's he's the one that talked me up a lot before I got down here. So. Uh. I owe him a steak dinner for sure. Oh. And if you don't, if you don't know Randall Wallace, then you probably haven't fished Gunnersville ever. He's a freaking hammer on Gunnersville. Yeah. That boy's got a honey hole that makes me, me cry. It's a, <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, good he's one won the Pro sure. Tournament two years in a row. So yeah, he's probably probably within an eighty yard circle. <laughs> Both years, he's definitely got it dialed in for sure. 
Everybody giving Arkansas hell. Appreciate you guys for that. <laughs> no problem, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. If you want to move to Tennessee, we have we have room, Jeff. No, I'm good, man. I'm good right here. Arkansas makes you work. You sure? Makes you work to catch them here. We got some we got some good anglers here in Arkansas because of that. <laughs> Randall said eighty four yards. So he moved four yards <laughs> four yards. yards outside the comfort zone. <laughs> Are you fishing the national championship, Randall? Please say yes. That's I'd like your, to see him clean house down there. Is that your, I uh, think I asked him that, and he said no, I think. Coley, are I you? I fault him for that. I, no, I, I'm not. If they if they would have kept it in the spring, I would have. But since they pushed it back, I decided not to. You and me both, brother. Uh, I think, I'll I tell you, man, Josh Stewart and I, we like to fish the same same area fall time. I'm uh, – I'm willing to put a hefty wager that Josh Stewart <laughs> is in the top five at least, at very least. I saw him. I saw him catch a big one the other day on a jig, and I was like, "Oh my lord!" I thought he gets some of those. He is going to do it. He threw a jig. He he must have ran out of Cinco's. Well, they, he had a. I don't know. He had a jig that <laughs> went on shoot. So, man, largemouth or spot? A largemouth. Was it? Yeah. I caught a little over five. It was a little over five pound spot down there. Uh, did you fish Logan Martin? I did not. No, BAS? I had to work. Yeah, I, I I did all right pre-fishing it, but man, those freaking spots and it was on a on a willow blade spinnerbait. They were <laughs> they were smoking it. Like I don't know what happened in their past that a willow blade spinnerbait did to them, but. They freaking hate it. They were very upset with that spinnerbait. Logan's a special place for spots, that's for sure. I don't think a lot of people know that. Dude, it was nasty. I was impressed. And, I I mean, tournament day ended to be a disaster, but pre-fishing was a lot of fun. I had a great time down there pre-fishing. It was a cool lake for sure. Uh, like I said, that, my, that was my only little taste of the Coosa River spots, and it blew my mind compared to what we have here. So, jealous for sure of what you guys have. Different breed. I mean, even on, like, Chickamauga – Gunnersville, like spots are like trash like if you need to fill a limit you will go <laughs> try to catch like a, a little bitty spot but it is not anything you would ever ever target to win a dollar one dollar like yeah. i would never bet on a spotted bass then you go down there and the coosa spots are just super aggressive i mean they they get big guts on them and they're so long i mean they're huge huge fish yeah, here in arkansas 15 inch spot giant Oh, here up in Beaver Lake, giant game changer spot. You get a little certificate, a little yeah. trophy, trophy catch certificate, certified, for certified spot. certificate. Hey, uh, Randall Wallace said negative. Did you see that, Ryan? I guess he's not fishing. I did, yet. I did. So he's out. I did. Don't blame me, Randall. Randall, we're duck hunting this year, buddy. I don't, I don't want to hear any more excuses. I'm sorry, I missed out last year. We're going to try to shoot some ducks this year, for sure. Any more you questions out there? Fire them off, boys. So, how did you get started? How long have you been kayak fishing? Um, I, I I've been fishing out of a canoe. Uh, my papa had passed away. Uh, pretty much raised me like on the creek bank or a river. Uh, we just fun fished, and then I started kayak. I started seeing some guys with kayaks, and then I was in high school. Uh, I think I was. 14 or 15 i think when i got my first kayak it was a heritage angler or something like that like a little 12 foot kayak um and i fished out of that and then really just i don't know maybe four or five years ago i guess um or here about like actual kayak tournaments and i was like oh shoot i might sign up for one the first one i ever fished i won with like i don't remember how many inches maybe 97 inches or something like that and i was like Heck yeah. I was like, I don't do this again. So just kept on doing it. And then I got into the KBF monthly tournaments because um, I'm a police officer, so I don't really get to fish all the Saturdays like a lot of these tournaments are. So I was like, well, I'll get to fish on my off days during the week. So I was like, well, started doing that. And then it was just, but I mean, heck, you got to put up, you know, 106 or 110 inches around here to, you know, do any good in these <laughs> monthly tournaments. So it's like, yeah, yeah it, it definitely helps to be able to fish monthly tournaments every day. Then you look at like the investment that you put in, and you put in thirty days of fishing, you win two hundred dollars. Like, it's, yeah. 
Why do people argue about that, Ryan? Yeah, people argue with me about that. They're like, you're crazy. It's I'm like, do you not know how to do math, guys? <laughs> hourly. Hourly investment, man. What is your time worth? $3? All right. That's good. Do, do you and David Cruz and Joe Gugliamucci and who else? What other cops do we have in the in the ranks here, Jeff? I know I'm missing some. Jake Harshman. Do you all have like a club? Do you all have a kayak fishing cops club? Do you all have your own private group text? No, I'm, I'm not in any. Um, I don't really know any guys. <laughs> I don't know any guys <laughs> around here. That are, so serious. Like, I don't know any guys around here that are police officers that kayak fish, to be honest with you. We, we're going to get that started. So we have the, the KBN Department of Justice. Uh, it helps keep shit straight around here. We'd be honored if you would uh, join it. Send, send David Cruz a message and he'll he'll sign you up. Y'all get to review all the, the BS claims that we get sent, <laughs> sent to us before Jeff posts it. <laughs> hey, sometimes Jeff posts it anyway. <laughs> a lot of times Jeff posts it anyway. Full send. The way I know what Jeff is going to post is I refresh the KBN page and see what Jeff posted. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's, that's, that's the fun. So go. Forrest Livingston asked, do you ever use canoes over kayaks? No. <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> he, he, is, he is my best friend. I knew he was going to say something on there. Uh, he's a canoe guy. So, oh, and he will argue all day long that canoes are better than kayaks because that is his thing. And and he'll he'll smoke me nine times out of ten as far as like we're on the river together. He will just run off and leave me in a canoe. So, uh, but no, I'm a kayak in, guy. Uh, in in what they call rain, uh, that's where that's where uh, canoes tend to give issues. Rain and and big water for us. He's got a sponge that's uh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. a sponge. Yeah, uh, he's, yeah, he's fine. If it gets a little bit of water in there, he just sits that punch and soaks up, rinse and dry. He's got oh. Okay. Wow. Okay. What's uh, I mean, uh, is there a specific brand of sponge that we need to be aware of? Or I do not. Know. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, he likes them. I'll give you that news, though. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, yeah. all right, sponge it out, man. You do you, Forrest Press. Impressed. That's awesome. Let's see. We had another comment somewhere. Oh, somebody mentioned a little bit ago that second place was also paddling in this thing. Yeah, he's from Tennessee. Uh, Joshua Sharp. Josh Sharp, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everybody at the tournament said he was a hammer, and he definitely showed out on day two. For sure. <laughs> Wasn't a lie, was it? <laughs> was he the 98-inch day two limit? Was that him? Yeah, 98 and a half, I think. That's big. And he, and he, 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 went, he went all largemouth, right, Coley? Is that right? Yeah, he had all yeah. largemouth. Yeah, on day two or was day one and day two? Uh, he had largemouth, I think, on both days, Yeah, I believe. So he went a different route. He was route. on Weiss? Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence Martinez said NRS sponges do damage. Cool. Sponge team. <laughs> Yeah, we, we just started a whole new thing here. I don't, I don't know what's happening. It's spiraling does, out of control. I, I don't know if Brandon Elrod, does kite cushion sponge absorb water or is it only for cleaning? That might be a dual purpose yeah. little little tool that he's giving away there. Brand I'll, have logo. Look into that. I'll have them up on the KBN yeah. website uh, by the end of the week. Branded sponges. Uh, another YouTube comment. Moose is back on the YouTube comment, Ryan. He asked, <laughs> I don't know how many people are watching from Texas. But he said he's fishing the Lone Star Throwdown this weekend. Any advice for yeah. that lake? As he's never fished it before with one day to pre-fish. What lake is it on? I have no idea. By the way. Where's Katie? When anybody. Anybody yeah, from Texas. Anybody from know. Texas. Let us know where the Lone Star Throwdown. That'll be a fun event because I think, I mean, that's, that's as much of a social event as it is a fishing tournament. And I think that's kind of the balance that you, you got to strike to make it good. Uh, but the Lone Star Throwdown, they get out and cook and and drink and tell lies and what did Duke say they had like 150 people or something? Yep, that is nuts. They've got 150. We've got I think a little over 100 for the Tennessee State Championship. Is y'all state championship this weekend too, Jeff? It is, but I have no idea how many people are going to sign up. 
I got you. Uh, we don't cut off registration until Friday. Uh, and people here usually will have 15 on a Wednesday and then 75 by Saturday. So you, you never like know how it. it's, you never know how it's going to go, but I, I expect we'll have around 60, 70. There's a handful of guys that skipped our state to go to, to Gunnersville, which, you know, whatever you guys do you, but, uh, uh, interesting comments in the, in the comment section here. Uh, Jordan Marshall says he thinks Lance and Drew were paddling too. Uh, some guy, Jim Sancho Clark says well one of them was what does that mean jim would you like to elaborate um lance had a pedal drive um but i Ooh. think i think he did both i think he i think he was in a wilderness systems pedal drive i believe um, so that's like paddling um so he, i think he did that i think he did that and then once he got to where he was going he paddled and then drew for sure paddled i'm pretty sure yeah of course yeah if he's a yeah drew drew is definitely paddling i would say uh, James Strawbridge says, uh, what are your plans for 2021? Do you have a particular series in mind, goals, raising a kid? What are you, what are you, what are you doing for 2021? Um, well, of course, I'm going to do what I got to do around here as far as the family. But uh, I got a little boy at two and then one on the way. Um, but uh, I'd love to fish some more of the Hobie events. Uh, I really liked how theirs was ran. They were pretty well organized. Um, everybody was. I want it. I mean, it was like any question I had, it got answered, and then I mean, it was just like it was a smooth event. It went my. I mean, I didn't have a problem with the KBF event. It was just kind of. I didn't really. I fished the national championship last year in Shreveport, and I was just kind of like, it is what it is, you know. You should have hung out but, with us in Shreveport. We had a, we had a good time. Not so much related to the event, more so related to all the shenanigans that happened at our house and at Hustler Club, but we. <laughs> We, we, had, we had a hell of a good time. I'll say that. Y'all, y'all think that's all the uh, COVID situation will be cleared up in 21 enough to have regular tournaments again? Uh, I think it'll be cleared up like by mid-November, if I were guessing. I'd say we'll see a, a magical healing take place. Yeah, yeah I second that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for that. I blame, I blame COVID for not making the TOC. Can we use that as a crutch? Can we use that as a crutch for everything? I got you. I feel like it is, man. It killed your springtime momentum. It made things a lot more difficult. Uh, I, honestly, man, it it, do, it did hurt a lot of people, especially if you look at, you know, kind of the the bigger tournaments that people have traditionally done well in. Uh, COVID knocked a lot of those out, so it did make getting started. Uh, yes, Josh. Yes, I am drinking Crown Royal. Gosh. They even have it in New York. Good for them. That's all they have. Everything's closed. Like, I just wanted to go in and eat, like, a big New York pizza or, you know, some nice Italian restaurant or something. Everything is closed. Like, absolutely everything. This is, like, I don't know, some communist country. I won't ever come back here again, even if I have to. It's okay. So I think somebody asked you earlier, Coley, what your plans were. You said you'd like to try to reach out and hit the Hobie series, perhaps. Uh, for you and Ryan, what do you guys? What's on your wish list as far as uh, BASS or Hobie coming up with for 2021? As far as the lakes they're going to pick, is there something one you'd like to see on the schedule again, or that hasn't been on the schedule that you'd like to see pop up? Um, Don't say Kusa. I know you want it to back on the Kusa. Uh, I'd love for them to come back to the Coosa. That would be it. That would be great. Um, they're always welcome here. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, they could pick any lake on the Coosa chain if they wanted to. That would be that would be great. Um, I I don't know. I was I think that they need to have a van down in Florida myself, yeah. uh, like Lake Okeechobee or something like that. I mean, that, just me personally, I think that would be awesome. Um, something different. Sure. They used to. Uh, did you ever? I don't know. How long have you? How, did you remember the KBS Kite Bass Series? That deal. So they used to do an early event. We fished Lake George one year and Lake Monroe, like deep, you know, deep down, like Orlando area of Florida. We would do that one every year early, like late January, early February, similar to the timing of Seminole uh, for the Hobie Series this year. 
Uh, but man, that, it's great fishing in Florida because you can get an earlier start. But every one that I fished has been a cold front. I fished, I fished four tournaments in Florida. All of them have been on a cold front. So those Florida strain bass, when a cold front rolls through, they are uh, they are not happy, not happy at all. I would love to see a Hobie or bass. Uh, down in Florida myself, I completely agree with you there. I like to see one on you follow, man. We, you know, it's a it's a famed fishery. Somebody's got to put a big got to put a big stop on you follow. I, I definitely want to see that uh, in the next year for sure. I think that one's been overlooked for a while now. If they do that, I'm gonna go ahead and call my boy Jim Clark out and go ahead and uh, tell him that'd be his uh, that would be his tourney on you follow. So. To finish in the top twenty, or where you where are you putting Jim? I don't know. Jim can do it on you follow. I've I've seen it done. So I, I, he can I, catch alligators down there. Have you ever seen him catch oh, yeah. bass down there? He can catch both, man. He when he when he finds the big girls down there, he can catch them. Yeah, but what about the fish? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> catfish, catfish. I would I would love nothing more. Then to see a tournament on Ufala and me get my eyeballs beat out by Jim Clark. That would make me happy. Jordan. Uh, Joey Randall said Logan Martin or Lay Lake. Also threw in Clark's Hill. Uh, all southeast stuff, I presume. I'm still curious why yes. wasn't one hadn't made its way to uh, Sam Rayburn. Hadn't had a big event. I'd like to do I'd like to I'd like to do one on Sam Rayburn. I've never fished Fort before, so you know, that's kind of the staple, it seems like, on, on everybody's stop list. But I'd like to go Sam Rayburn myself. Yeah. Yeah, Fork's fun. It's just been, you know, they have one there every year. Like you said, it's kind of a staple. But Sam Rayburn, I've never even fished it. But it's, you know, always ranked in the top five best bass lakes and, you know, never pulls never pulls big tournament. Uh, somebody said Bull Shoals yep. in the comments. I'm down for that. They need to come to Bull Shoals. That's the best lake around here to me. Why has there not been a kayak tournament on that? But we fish these trash lakes in Arkansas. I've bet I asked. I've asked Steve. I asked AJ. I've asked everybody to bring one there. We'll see. We'll see. I tell you one problem with okay. Bull Shoals. It's it's an awesome lake, but there's not any bridges really that traverse it. So if you're trying to get around it, you got to drive around it, and it's and it's a big lake. Uh, so you know what I mean. If you're trying to get to the other side of the lake and drive to another creek, you might have to drive an hour and a half to get around the other side. What's what's access like? Is there a lot of public access? Oh yeah, or? a lot of public access, a lot of forest roads okay. and different things. So there's plenty of places to get in the lake, and it's got all three species and actually decent spots there. Uh, fun lake to fish. So I'd love to see one there. It'd be awesome. Oh, somebody throwing in some stuff, some more stuff on Bull Shoals. They're piling in. Come on, Bull Shoals. Somebody, somebody have one there. Elite Series used to. Jordan come there Marshall again. wants one on Douglas Lake. Okay, is that a good lake? Tennessee, right? Uh, it's in his backyard, so ah, he's <laughs> Jordan going to try to stack two trails just right around him and the TOC. He's got it, got it figured out. Jordan told me Norris Lake was his favorite. So we were actually supposed to do a, a BASS state tournament on Norris Lake, and it got COVID. It got COVIDed, whatever that means. COVIDed. Yeah, we're going to do a little winter series, uh, Steve O's. Putting, putting something together we're gonna do uh do a few winter bass state trails and try to have us a state championship by next spring before the classic that'd be fun that'd be fun um let's see we're rolling on about 45 minutes I, if anybody has any more questions throw them at us while we're still on here i know there's a few things we wanted to get to before we let coley get out of here uh ryan you made a post about uh you know the, the elites were just at at or not the elites was it the elites at, at gunnersville this weekend yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. yeah. I think you made a post about you know proper etiquette on the water. You want you want to talk to me about that? <clears throat> so I, I saw this video from uh, an industry leader that started their own little kayak trail here thing, <laughs> and it was almost posted like with pride as he pedals up on this elite guy that's in the top ten, like that is literally you know running at the big check and he pedals right up on the guy i mean right on him like 15 20 yards and starts like just asking him all kinds of questions like hey what trailer what trailer are you throwing on 
on buzzbait. How, how do you go about getting sponsors? Like, what you know, what kind of socks do you have? Like, just aggravating the shit out of this dude. We can't do that. Like, if you're if any of us, period. Like, I don't care if it's another kayak angler. If you roll up on somebody and they're fishing a tournament and you know that they're fishing a tournament, like, stay back. Like, give them some space, especially these, you know, these dudes that are fishing for a hundred grand. Like, I mean, let let's let them do their thing because that fifteen yards you may be pushed in on. There may be a school about to blow up right there. Like you may cost them, you know, a, a keeper fish just from from you standing too close. Like you have to you have to be cognizant of that. Like you can't just, you know, slide in on people. And I saw a lot of comments on that, you know, <laughs> you see you see guys fishing on top of other anglers all the time. If you roll up on somebody, if you get within casting distance, if you're fishing down a bank, one of you pull out and go around the other one and then then keep fishing like you don't you, there has to be some kind of some kind of etiquette there like you can't just go in and and roll up on people and try to shit on their tournament just because you're bored that's yeah. not that's not acceptable yeah, I don't at, think. At, at the very least just talk i mean obviously if you know it's a pro just stay the hell away from it but if, if it's just another angler mm-hmm. at least talk to him from a distance and say am i good here should i be here can i go this way you know just work it out talk to him Yep. Agreed. Yeah. That's all it was. I mean, that's the main thing. Just kind of like, I, I don't want to see, we've seen, you know, Jacob Wheeler posted that famous YouTube video when he, when he cut Russ Snyder's off on Fork. Like that's the stuff, that's the negative publicity that the sport as a whole does not need. Like, right. you know, that kind of stuff. And Russ was 1000% in the right on that one, but you don't, you don't want to, you know, get in these situations to where you're kind of the person that's like pushing in on them like that just that doesn't look good especially if it's on tv like yeah. <laughs> we gotta gotta keep both eyes open the video has been deleted since but doesn't change the fact that it didn't happen so everybody kind of keep their head on a swivel and be aware of what you're doing yeah we you know as as kayak anglers we don't we want to treat be treated like the big boy series so we gotta act like big boys when we're out there you know um few more comments coming in there. I don't know why, but they're talking about Alabama yard sales, which is weird. We don't even touch on that. You know anything about them Alabama yard sales, Coley? That's all we got around here, man. That's yeah, that's all we got. got. That's what the comment was. I've <laughs> never seen so many freaking yard sales. <laughs> what, signs. what is an Alabama yard sale? Tell us. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, we they do yard sales everywhere on the side of the road. So, I mean, you can be driving on the road and look over, and there would be a huge yard sale, and it just gives people something to do, I guess. I don't know. Kill time, I guess. <laughs> Alabama Yard. So y'all are wild. You see what Duke said in the comments there, Ryan? Russ needs to stop being the nice guy? Yeah. I guess that's referring. He's had a few people come in on him outside of Jacob Wheeler. So maybe he needs to hold his ground a little bit, huh? I mean, I agree. Like, it, it only takes being an asshole one time, and then people are <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm going to – I'm probably going to keep my – Keep my yeah. distance. There's a happy medium there. Russ is super nice. Yeah. So props he to is. Russ. Shout he out is to super Russ. nice. Shout he out to Russ. Nice. Well, I mean, we got state championships coming up this weekend. I'm sure we'll follow the NC and I'm I'm more curious to see what the payout is as much as the winner. Maybe the winner is too. Maybe they'll find out Sunday. I, right. I saw the drastic reduction in bonus bucks that came out yeah. a couple days ago. We got some graphics from that that came in. Apparently, after everybody signed up and drove across the country, they released a uh, bonus bucks reduction. Oh, that's so cool. that's nice. Appreciate, that's a, appreciate yeah, that. Little that's icing it. on the cake there. But uh, we'll be f- pulling for all our buddies out there, hoping they do good in the in the NC this week. And then we've got state championships all over the place, like Ryan already said. So there's a lot happening uh, to finish up the fall. Then, then TOC coming in hot in November with another bass event in November. So a lot still going on. Uh, Outside the TOC, you got anything else coming up, Coley? No, just that's all I'm focused on right now. We done had our state championship last weekend, so it just TOC is all I'm all I'm looking forward to. All right. Who won y'all state championship? Uh, Lance Coley did. We did tied he? for okay. first. Yep, he won, he won the tiebreaker. We both had 59 oh, and a quarter. Old so. Lance. He had a heck of a spot, so he won the tiebreaker. He had a 21 and a quarter spot. Biggin, biggin. Ryan, you got anything else for you get out of here? Get out of here from New York, from the city. 
No, we got a state championship, and then the focus will shift to the TOC, and after that, we've got the final bass event on Chickamauga. That will uh, hopefully <laughs> put up some good numbers uh, fish-wise. November is usually pretty good on, on Chickamauga, so I hope the temperature drops and bait schools up, and it should be a good time. Oh yeah, you need to you need to slide in there and get that done so you can come hang out with Duke and I in Dallas and and whenever that thing's going to be February March. Uh, Marshall wants the picks for state. Shut up, Marshall. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're the pick for state, all right? I, and I picked you to win the Cusa, so I'm sure you're going to blow that too. But I would say you or Eric Thompson have has a pretty pretty good shot. Uh, we got Fishing for Soldiers coming up. Jordan mentioned that. Uh, that's a charity tournament that happens uh, East Tennessee. They open up Watts Bar, Chickamauga, all the Knoxville area lakes. And then Kyle Long mentioned the uh, All-American in Missouri in November, uh, which is on the national championship original date. They moved it off of that onto the six state championships to accommodate. So that's good. That's good. Yeah, Cheers. it's going to be a busy fall, man. Uh, we'll, we'll try to line up another guest for next Monday. Coley, I want to say a special thank you to you for being law enforcement and doing what you do. We appreciate you and all your, your brothers and sister out, sisters out there in law enforcement, so thank you for that. Um, thank you for your service, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, good job, man. That's uh, quite a splash you made <laughs> coming, in, coming in hot on the BOS series. I look forward to fishing against you at the TOC. You too, man. Don't hurt us too bad, all right? Don't, don't I go ain't up there. Nobody. <laughs> I ain't you and Jordan nobody, Marshall, really. man. Well, me and Jordan Marshall will be at Drake's in Knoxville. That's where the hurting will be done. It ain't going to be on the river. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a place called the Mouse's here. Don't Google it. I'll take you there. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, boys. Well, hey, appreciate you once again, Coley. Ryan, <laughs> stay safe in New York. Hope you make it out of there and back to your home country safe. Uh, we'll try to line somebody up by next Monday, man. We're out of here. Thank y'all. Take it easy. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> See you, man. Appreciate you coming on.